Hello and welcome, Bengals fans. How are we doing today? This is your host of the Sports Ethos Cincinnati Bengals podcast. My name is Josh Reeser. You can find me on Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. And you can find this Sports Ethos page at at Ethos Bengals. Like I said, I am part of the Sports Ethos Network, which is rapidly growing. And we are always looking for someone to come uh, cover a team. So please come and join and uh, talk some football with me because that's all I really like to do. But again, thank you for listening and tuning in. Uh, I always appreciate the views and the downloads, so please keep it coming to all your friends, to all your family, uh, because Bengals, uh, they're going to have a fun season, let me tell you. But what was not fun was their results this preseason. Uh, I guess that comes with losing your starting quarterback the second day of training camp, and that can have a very large ripple effect across the team. Uh, you know, Browning and Simeon, they they had somewhat of a, a, a competition. I didn't really think it was much of, of one. Honestly, I thought Simeon was going to blow the door. I, I liked that signing at first, but he never really seemed to either grasp the offense or he just kind of got a little, uh, he was kind of dancing around. He was just never felt comfortable back there. Um, all rookies did seem to flash, though, which was huge something you always want to see during training camp in the preseason, you know, see which ones you hit on. And in this case, they didn't have to wave anyone. No one's on the practice squad. They're all either depth pieces or uh, probably be some game day inactives. But like I said, at least there's no other major injuries. Travion Williams healed up well. Cheeto finally recovered all the way back from his knee reconstruction. Uh, it just always seems to fall onto Joe Burrow, which, let's be honest, he is the Bengals. You know, say what you want about Mixon, but they can't rely on him for a whole game. But uh, let's move on back to our boy, boy Burrow, because uh, it finally happened. He finally put pen to the paper, and hilariously, hilariously it was right before the NFL kicked off uh, for the, the Chiefs-Lions game which the Chiefs lost, which was awesome. They didn't have Kelsey or Chris Jones, but who cares? They uh, they, they couldn't beat the Lions, and it was kind of a sloppy first game, but anyways, yeah, Joey B is here to stay, uh, at least for the next some, some years. I'll break it down. I'll try to do my best anyways. There's a lot going on in these NFL contracts, I'll be honest, and uh, some of the, the lingo and verbiage and player option stuff it all kind of runs together after looking at it for a little bit but I'm going to try to do the best I can guys so let's start with the basics it's a five year 275 million dollar extension which is still on top of the two remaining years that he has on his current rookie deal so that combined is seven years that he is under contract now with the Cincinnati Bengals Technically, that's 2029. Uh, he is guaranteed $219 million. I think it's like officially 219 and 10,000. 219 million, 10,000, but whatever. Uh, which is a quite a quite a hefty sum, if I say so. Plus an additional 40 million signing bonus. 
So as soon as he signed that paper, he just got $270 million. Like, not saying, like, he totally is worth it. Like, the way he has transformed the Bengals, being the number one pick, and then, you know, he showed so much promise his rookie season to unfortunately get hurt the way he did and just the way he's come back and just kind of, you know, he's he's changed the fact that, like, every quarterback has to be an uber-athlete or have, like, a crazy strong arm, like, because he's so poised and he's so smart. He's, like, always almost a step ahead of the defense, which is just crucial to have, especially in game-time decision moments. Uh, so he's averaging $55 million a year now. So he's still not he's not getting paid a lot this year. Uh, next year, since it's the, it'll be the last year of his rookie contract, it moves up to to about eleven dollars he'll get uh, annually. But it's where when that extension kicks in is you know twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven. It's going around twenty five million dollars a year. So those three years he's. Those are some big money years, but then 28, 29, 28, he's going to 35 and a half million that year, and then 29, it's a very back end contract. He's getting 50, so he's gonna right before he is is able to sign a new contract, he's gonna be paying be paid a lot. So uh, he's a happy man, and he's gonna he's gonna be set. And plus, um, if the way he is playing now, if that continues. Even as he gets older, I'm you know skills diminish, but he'll still be a, a decently young man. He'll be 33. Not saying, okay, I should rephrase that. He won't be that old. He's old. He'll be 33, which he'll have a lot of tread on the tires. And who's to say you know if he's even playing well? But let's not even look ahead to there. Uh, on this contract, he also has a few uh, like big game incentives if he goes to the HE of cha- AFC Championship. It's an extra 500k for that year. And he makes a Super Bowl. It's another 1.25 million. So if he just if he wins, he, he's going to get paid, which is how it should be, you know, honestly. And so now I kind of want to take a look at uh, how that compares to other quarterbacks in the league. Because so he's got a seven-year extension worth 310 million dollars. So let's take a look at who is. Probably and technically the best quarterback in the league right now, and that's Mahomes. He signed that crazy 12-year. It was 12 years for 480 million. So he he's earning the most, but it's been it's spread out through so many years that like he won't unless the Chiefs finagle some money around and give him some type of contract mid-contract. I don't even know what I'm saying right there. He won't be able to re-sign one for for a while, so the Chiefs are set there. They don't have to worry about that forever. Uh, and he's only averaging forty five million a year on that contract. That's eighth in the NFL right now. And we even got like guys like Russell Wilson, number five. Uh, let's see, uh, someone that Burrow is always compared to because of draft spot and uh, just kind of they both share the same rookie year and and often are debated who who really is better. Um, Herbert. Also, similarly, signed a seven-year extension. Uh, he's only getting 296 million, 
and you know compared to 310 that's that's not much more but it is it's the highest like herbert was able to enjoy that for just a little bit uh you know burrow he has a better resume he might not have a stronger arm but burrow has clear clearly proved that he's a winner uh herbert's also averaging 52 and a half and like uh, burrow 55 so he's he's got him there as well just just by the the hair of his chinny chin chin but uh what at the end of the day, it's more. Uh, someone who I hate that is often put on lists higher than Burrow is Josh Allen. Like, he's a good player. He's a good athlete. And the fact that he can make those throws and the way he runs, blah, 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 I get it. I just don't think he's a better quarterback. Uh, he had an eight-year extension worth 284, averaging $43 million, so he gets a lot less per year. Uh, he gets one more year on that contract, but that's kind of... Will he even be able to reset him on him if his body continues to get battered the way it does? You know, he kind of plays with a reckless abandon. And uh, I honestly, I think the Bills are just overrated a lot in general. And I can't stand that they're always being ranked higher than the Bengals. Uh, someone surprisingly on the list I, I totally forgot was Kyler Murray. He had a seven-year, $265 million extension. And he's averaging 46, which is also more than Mahomes, which is interesting because that kid doesn't even seem like he wants to play football anymore. I mean, I know he's hurt, and that's not his fault. Not like he wanted that to happen, but I still think he could still uh, just throw in the towel and go play baseball. Although I, do, I have always been a fan of Kyler because we both are from Allen, Texas, but not like that matters. Let's look at uh, Joe Burrow's interdivisional rival Lamar Jackson uh, he signed a shorter contract he got a five-year 260 million dollar deal with averaging 52 which Herbert barely eclipsed but the thing about Lamar is he's going to be able to test the, the waters a lot more earlier than a lot of these guys uh, but another thing he's like Josh Allen he he has also sustained a lot of injuries like I don't remember the last time he's played a full season but if he plays smarter, you know, they, they did change offensive coordinators this year, so maybe if they keep him a little uh, safer, good for him. He can he can sign another good deal. I, I've i always kind of liked Lamar. I liked him at Louisville. He's a good, he's a decent kid, so. Uh, but last on my list, comparing contracts to, is uh, another recent signing, Jalen Hurts, who, second round pick, I believe. Not a lot of people had faith in him. I did. I thought just the fact that he was able to win at two different colleges and ran two totally different schemes, and he did it well. Like he took both teams to the playoffs. Uh, you know, there's a lot. I think he uh, was usurped by uh, Tua in that championship game. I think he got hurt or something. But I mean, a big fan of Jalen Hurts. He also runs the ball a lot, but he's a he's built different. He's like so strong and stocky, and he seems to be a little smarter about taking the hits too. Uh, he's got a six-year, $259 million, so one year more than Lamar, but $1 million less in total, but still averaging $51 million a year, which, you know, not a lot of people expected him to be able to ink that kind of deal. So, yeah, now he is the uh, the highest-paid quarterback in league history. Uh, we'll see for how long, because I'm sure there'll be someone that gets another, a contract. I mean, of course, someone's going to have to get a, a contract after him. 
But anyways, the Bengals have never done anything like this, which is really exciting to be a part of, like, to see them hand out a contract like that, and just the way that they've been spending in general the past few years, like, it's nice to actually see the Bengals, like, committing to putting together a competitive team and not just conserving money like it seems like it had always been the thing. Which kind of brings me into my next little thing is, like, they've already extended, you know, a good a good core of this team, like Jermaine Pratt extended, boom. Logan Wilson extended, yeehaw, the Cowboys staying. Get him a hat and some boots and a lasso. I want to see him wrangling people from middle linebacker for years. Uh, obviously, Joe Burrow just happened, like, that's just like a big weight off of every fan's chest, I feel. Just huge. Uh, and then even like Trey Hendrickson gave it, getting a little mini extension. Like, he's been so crucial on the defensive line, all those pressures. Like, he's been such a key signing. And I remember people saying, like, oh, he was just a product of the Saints, other pass rushers, blah, blah, blah. It's like, man, he's been so good. So good. But it just brings me to question, what about tea? When's tea time? I'm not a golfer, but I like sweet tea. It's going to be hard. Uh, the only reports I've heard is uh, that they are not close and that T's agent, not T, T's agent feels that he's been getting lowballed, which you never want to hear. But, I mean, the, the Chase deal, I believe he's eligible next year. That's impending. Like, that's going to happen. The whole debate has always been if T stays or not. And uh, recently, it's kind of seeming like he's not going to. Uh, he probably, he, you know, deserves to be paid like a WR1, and he wants to, and I get it. I was hoping he wanted to stay with the boys, but, I mean, I don't know anything. Maybe he does, but just kind of sad that it hasn't happened, but they did get a lot of others done, so. Now I kind of want to get into, uh, like, a little uh, roster reconstruction, we'll say. You know, cut days, unfortunately, have to happen every year. You have to get down to 53 people, and... There was a lot of uh, competition throughout training camp for these positions, like wide receiver. Who was gonna was Trent Taylor, Trent Irwin, uh, the two rookies, Chucky, uh, Chuck Sizzle and Yoshi Bass, who led the team in targets by the way this preseason. Uh, who was gonna be the irked man out? And unfortunately, it was Trent Taylor. He uh, he he got cut, but you know he he was the the Bengals primary punt returner last year and he was pretty good I am more so in favor of the rookies like I, I'm a huge Yoshi Voss fan I'm probably going to turn my Peter Wark jersey into a Yoshi Voss one so uh, let's go baby let's go Yoshi wah, wah. Uh, but Trent Taylor resurfaced, fa resurfaced fast actually one of the first ones to find a new team he signed with Chicago and now he's going to be with their punt return team uh, another one of my, I always kind of liked him. He he played a lot of meaningful snaps for the Bengals when they needed him to. He was decent depth, I'd say, but uh, Hakima Denigi, the tackle, you know, he played tackle guard all over the place. Just, um, I guess he just didn't <clears throat> show out this much in, in camp this season, so unfortunate for him. But, you know, whatever. Uh, another person I I thought was a little overhyped at first, but turned out to be pretty decent was that tight end Tanner Hudson. 
uh, he made some pretty crazy catches. He, he had a lot of eye coordination, which was, I feel like if Irv Smith goes down, he would be the perfect replacement. Like, I can't stand when Drew Sample's out there running routes. And then Mitchell Wilcox is more of a special teamer. He's her tight end three. One of the weaker tight end groups in the league for sure. But he did resurface on the practice squad, which is nice. Um, so we still have him. At least he can be elevated, need be. Uh, you know, when it came down to the quarterback competition, Simeon was the odd man out. And I think that was the right call because, like I said earlier in the episode, he just was not comfortable back there. Didn't seem to know where the ball was needed to go. <clears throat> and also, in correspondence of that, they they went out and signed Will Greer. He was with the Cowboys this uh, preseason and actually looked pretty good. He, he had a game where he threw for a lot of yards. Uh, so he brought, they brought him in, the Bengals did, to uh, a little competition, and I like that. Like maybe he, maybe once he learns the system, he probably could break, beat out Jake Browning for the backup. And I probably would feel more safe with him back there for the Bengals. Uh, and like I said earlier, I love that all rookies made the team. Uh, Charlie Jones, punt return man, good for him. Both him and Yoshi Vosser, they're both, I believe, last on the dev chart for receiver. But that's okay. Like, they can step in need be. And Yoshi has already proven that he can make those uh, contested catches, which is probably what they'll need him for when he gets on the field. Uh Another, a few more uh, practice squad players I want to shout out. Uh, Sidney Jones and Stanley Morgan, who were waived. Uh, didn't quite make the team, but they stuck around. Stanley Morgan's a key special teams guy and great one run-blocking receiver. And he's actually part of three receivers the Bengals have on the uh, the practice squad. And Sidney Jones, they had signed him this offseason, but he got beat out by the two rookies, the turntables, uh, DJ Ivy and DJ Turner. So, nice young secondary between them and Dax Hill, Jordan Battle. Like, there's a lot of young players. Cam Taylor Britt, I love the secondary. And then something surprising that happened. Like this is, I'm kind of recording this into the season a little bit, even though it's only one week. The Bengals release Lael Collins, which kind of through Twitter, or excuse me, X, ablaze, because it was so out of left field. I mean, there's so many theories, not so many, but there's a few theories, like was it money-related, which they did save $7 million by cutting him. You know, after the Burrow extension, they, uh, the Bengals, they're a little, a little cash tight, so I get it. But he was a good depth, and people loved him in the locker room according to sources. And then, just not too long ago, before I'm recording this, I see something on <clears throat> on X that he's already got a dozen teams interested in him. So maybe the Bengals were just being nice and letting him go find uh, a starting gig because they weren't going to give it to him. So, I don't know. But the way this Bengals team, I like it. The way it looks the way it should move together and play. No spoilers on week one. That episode will be out very short, either later today, maybe not today, probably tomorrow, Saturday-ish. You don't even know what day it is. Today's Thursday. 
I'm an idiot. Got rugby tonight. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to that. There's a giant spider on my ceiling I can't stop looking at. I'm pretty sure he's staring right back at me. Uh, I hope he doesn't attack my cat. So that's going to do it today, guys. I'm going to go figure out this spider situation. And uh, like always, I appreciate you listening. Thank you. This is R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4 on X, as well as Ethos Bengals. You can find me on the Sports Ethos Network.